0: great day amazing humans yes welcome to thriving thursday on the empowered in my skin podcast are you ready to be inspired by chewable sized episodes well i think you are so let the show begin great day amazing humans yes welcome to the next episode of thriving thursday today is so much fun i'm here with my girl oh my god there's a lot of gonna be a lot of g's in a moment but hold on i'm here with my my girl gabby i'm being quick today because we want to introduce a dude a dude a guy another g (laughs) he's got he's great looking
1: yes he has a great voice and accent he has a great smile (laughs)
0: <laughs> and his name is Garrett Knox! <laughs> Garrett Knox, welcome! Welcome, Garrett!
2: Hello, and thank you for having me. And thank you for the intro. Very nice. That's probably the best intro I've ever had. So we'll uh, we'll make sure I keep note of that one for future and make sure I recommend it to everybody else. So.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So well. So first of all, thank you for agreeing to uh, be on uh, Thrive Thursday. I want to actually say this is our second to last one of the season. Yeah. And we were thinking about who would be awesome to bring on with energy and just, you know, just such a great, um, you know, like just understands the mission of empowering the world and uh, your name came up and we had both had an opportunity to share some energy with you and we'd always wanted you to come. And last time we tried to get you, it didn't work. So here we are. We're so excited. And so those of you that don't know, maybe Gareth, you could just uh, quickly introduce yourself to the world.
2: For sure. Yeah. On this Um, podcast. I
0: mean, he's been introducing uh, (laughs) himself to the world for a long
2: time, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's sometimes good and sometimes not. Um, Yes. So uh, on the Founder of the Knock Academy, uh, fitness professional of two-plus decade, uh, proud husband, dad, to my little girl, and just, uh, you know, all-round um, uh, positive person, so yes. I like to kind of see that positive side of the world, um, you know, uh, along with the struggles, and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of me, podcast, uh, podcast host of three shows. So uh, I got a little bit of experience in this field.
0: I love it. And actually, so Gareth and I met like through podcasting, but also from the fitness. So it was CampFit Pro that connected us. And then we did a, we did actually two, eh? probably two, I think two so. Um, yeah. But we did two panel discussions around podcasting. So it's awesome. So Gabby and I were thinking about like, we're just going to ask you to share some of your experience with on a couple of topics. So Gabby, over to you.
1: Oh, for sure. And thank you so much. So, Gareth, you are a nutrition and lifestyle coach, correct? Uh,
2: yes, among other things. Yes, that's one of the titles <laughs> I like to give myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So can you tell us a little bit more about the parenting side of your
2: business? Yeah, for sure. So back, I guess, two and a half years ago or so now, uh, I with starting a business, I've worked in fitness, as I said, for many, many years. And we moved into doing kind of something as a bit more of a family kind of endeavor, something that fit nicely with our lifestyle. And, you know, we wanted to embrace being parents and being there. And and especially from a dad's point of view is me being thoroughly engaged with every part of my daughter's life. And that Mm -hmm. for me was part of the reason we started a business. And then we realized this is the reason we started this business. So it also can become our niche as a business. So we just learned on that heavily. And now, you know, we talk to the busy parent market Mm. within what we do online, within our podcast, and we just try and empower other parents like us that are struggling to fit in movement, nutrition, to be a role model to our kids and all the other things that come with that. So that's kind of where it where it came from, and with the nutrition and the lifestyle side is again, it's just kind of leaning towards that. Like, how do we figure this out as parents, and how do we also again be a role model to our kids when it comes to nutrition? Because it is a bit of a minefield um, when it comes to that side of parenting. So yeah, now we just really lean on that side of it. It's who we are, so we easily speak to the market, and we just Mm -hmm. try and support other parents like us in their in their journey. So what what is if I could ask, what's the winning
0: equation for for busy parents right like to sort of be able to fit in you know the sort of this important (laughs) self-care mental care of fitness
2: and nutrition that's that's a great question i i mean it it could be a a 30-minute answer but i'll I'll do a short version it is the so the simple equation for me a lot of us get and i'm going to say Mum guilt but also dad guilt because we get it to being there for our kids being available you know being that role model we all get that guilt when we do things for ourselves Mm -hmm. however guilt is a construct it's created by us through Mm -hmm. expectation so it's trying to skip back over that process kind of rewind the process and say i need to put myself first sometimes because when I do that and I realize that that's an expectation of being the best version of myself, but it's also important that I do that for myself, my sanity, my own health and well being, is then if that's the expectation, we remove the guilt because guilt's just something we construct. So that's kind of the, the closest I could get to a short uh, equation, I guess. I love, mm-hmm. I've never heard that guilt is just something that we construct. That's very
1: powerful. It <laughs> is very powerful. It's self within, isn't it? Yes. Wow. So Gareth, on that note, you talked about the importance of nutrition in kids and of being the role model for them. What advice do you have for parents who have picky kids, kids that are picky with food choices and we, they want to instill? I said we because I, I'm asking about my life, like apparently. <laughs> <laughs> what advice do you have for parents who have kids that are picky with food that we recognize they need to have good nutrition, but it's it's a challenge sometimes?
2: Yeah, Uh be, be creative would be my first thought on that. Uh, what I mean by that is you just, you've got to find ways to get the more nutritious choices in to your lifestyle of the whole. And there's many ways to do that, you know, to look at what can we put things with, what can we add things to, and, and also the language we use around it. This is something we do a lot in our house, and I encourage my clients to do is to talk to the, the more nutritious versus the less nutritious foods rather than mm. this is good or bad, this is healthy, this is not healthy. It's mm. just these are the slightly more nutritious things. We need these. You know, I this is one thing I go on about a lot of the dinner table is we need to prioritize the protein on your plate. I tell my <laughs> adult clients this, but I also tell, you know, your kids, it's important for your kids. Kids aren't getting enough of that. They're not growing and developing because they're not getting adequate amounts of protein and the things they need. So, yeah, so it's just talking about those things. And I think that, and one like easy takeaway tip I would have to help your kid it, to expose them to more food and, and eat, get them to eat a variety would be to ensure you're having family meals. This is something that's worked yeah. so well for us so they see us eating and what we eat. Brilliant. I love it.
0: He, he came up with a concept that I said PTP. Prioritize the protein. I love
1: it. <laughs> prioritize the protein. Prioritize Brilliant.
0: The, yes. That's really it. How, how, let's prioritize the protein on your plate right now. That's a <laughs> great. That's a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a, I. I feel like I could take that on to like a whole episode of some. So, consistency <laughs> is currency. Yes, and in your experience as like. In the fitness world, what do we keep getting wrong around consistency?
2: Uh, this is very simple. Uh, the and this is just in my experience and my my wide lens that I see the the world of health and fitness through with many years of experiences. We're getting it wrong because we are all guilty of the all or nothing mentality. And this is where people aren't being consistent. The Again, it's expectation versus guilt. I mentioned it earlier. It's exactly the same thing. We go in with this. you know. i use January as an example. We're early in a brand new year. I'm going to work out six days a week at 5 a.m. And I'm going to clean up my diet. No carbs, yada, yada, yada. All the things that never work. And then the minute we don't do it once, then it's, well, what's the point? Because I didn't keep to the goal I set. And, and I think that's where we get it wrong. It's all or nothing instead of... I'm going to move every day intentionally for 10 minutes or five minutes or whatever it might be, build on that. And then the thing that we all miss in life, and this isn't just fitness and nutrition, it's everything is we don't celebrate all the wins along the way enough. And when we little things, we celebrate them. When we celebrate, we can build consistency and continue on that, that path of progression, even if it isn't linear. And even if it isn't a steep climb, it's still moving in the right direction.
0: I want to double click on that last bit, but I, um, before you do the comment, that, the, the, the thought that came when you were speaking about the all or nothing takes me back to a Brenny Brené Brown quote that changed my life. And to this day, it is like top of mind. It's always present and I always use it. And she says the 10 minutes you do is better than the 60 that you don't. Oh yes. Right. So wow. I use that all the time. And so for me, a powerhouse workout is like 90 minutes, but in the days when I can't, I'm okay with a 20. I'm okay with a 30 because to Garrett's point, so I don't want to know what it feels like to not go and work out. You understand what I yeah. mean? So really if it means nice. I have to do 10 to still feel the feeling, then I'll do the 10. Yeah. 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 yeah, So double clicking on the small wins and all this, any other someone like yourself who has been, I think, what, over 20 years or so now as a fitness professional and yeah. you've touched tens of thousands of lives and stuff like that. What does a small win look like for you? Some like someone like yourself. Oh, gee. Um,
2: I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a really good example. Uh, so it's January. So I, I'm not, not to claim that I'm not stereotypical. And I, you know, January, I set myself a new goal. Of course I did. However, what I'd found in the last couple of months is with uh, the change in, I guess the change in weather, the change in season, and also just business, the ups and downs of business, I'd shifted my personal workouts to later in the day, As it wasn't I was just very busy. I needed some quiet time in the mornings to work, so I did that. And what I realized is as soon as I shifted them to later and said, I'll do it in this gap, I'll do it in that gap things come up i was missing out and, and again i just wasn't being consistent like i was still moving intentionally you know it's kind of a it's a non-negotiable kind of habit for me however when i looked at where i trained and how often i trained in the last few months i decided in january let's put it back at 5 a.m and i know that at 5 a.m no one wants my time <laughs> except except the dog that's it because <laughs> uh, all and- the other human
0: all the humans actually all the humans
2: are sleeping I Sleeping call us extra human, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I got an extra part. You know, she's scary kind of, kind humans of human, are in happy. many ways. So yeah, no one wants my time. So my small win was this past week. I've done six days at five a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that consists of not, like you said, it's not all heavy workout. I, I actually alternate between my workout days and walking. Mm-hmm. So every day at five a.m., I got up, um, begrudgingly, reluctantly. Uh, I swore a lot. Uh, it wasn't a nice experience because I've been getting up early, but I've been mm. sitting working with a pot of coffee like it's a, that that's a lot easier. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the small win was just getting up and getting moving and it wasn't perfect, but I, I did it for the last six days in a row. And mm. um, in, by, by Saturday, it was uh, it, it felt fairly easy. And Gabby, wasn't wow. it? Wasn't it you in one of the episodes that you talked about a
0: friend of her yours that wanted to actually start getting back to the gym, and she would just literally drive herself to the gym just to get into the habit of going to the gym? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. She would drive there. She would wait
1: in her car, and then she would leave. She wouldn't actually go in the gym. She was building the routine of. getting so Hopefully, to the she's gym.
0: hopefully she's in the gym now, though. She
1: did end up <laughs> okay. joining the gym because she was in the routine
0: of going. Okay. She worked it in her day. That's awesome. I I love <laughs> that. Is. I love that.
1: Yeah. Now, Gareth, on that note, some people might be asking, you wake up early because no one needs your time except the dog. You didn't say that in their bio, by the way. So that's another thing to add to your business card, dog owner. That's impressive with everything you do. Uh, One of the things that I remember seeing a post that you did, Gareth, about uh, a piece, the puzzle pieces about training and there's this list of things that are important like hydration and your mental health and things like that but quality of sleep was one of them Mm -hmm. so how does someone have quality of sleep if they're waking up early do you want to share a little bit about that
2: yeah get your ass to bed um yeah. it's the simple uh, the simple yeah. version of it but it, it it's about routine it's all about routine prioritizing behaviors and i didn't touch on this earlier but and that's what i would say is um you know such an important thing when we look at people trying to achieve results i spoke about the all or nothing mentality sometimes that comes from setting a really strict goal um yeah. whereas opposed to saying i'm just going to prioritize behavior so the behavior might be I know I need to be I know for me I need to be upstairs in my house by 9:30 so that I can brush my teeth I can wind down mm-hmm. a little bit I can journal quickly I can be asleep by 10 and then I get 7 hours sleep and I'm pretty like I lie down put my head in the pillow I go to sleep uh, and I, you know I, I wake up at 5 so I get my 7 hours prioritizing the behaviors around improving your sleep routine so rather mm-hmm. than saying I will sleep 8 hours a night is yeah. that the reality is it isn't going to happen you've got animals you've got small kids you got you know you need to pee like what it's not always going to happen right you're up and down and moving around so start to work backwards start to budget that time say i need to be up at five so i need seven to eight you know and you know personally how much you need i know i need seven so i need to be asleep at 10 if you need eight you need to be asleep at nine so how do you bring that routine back how do mm-hmm. you set it up for success mm-hmm. and that that is going we could talk about that for three hours alone, mm-hmm. but it's whatever you need to do to prioritize that sleep routine mm-hmm. and to be in the right spot mentally. That might be turning your cell phone and all your screens off. It might be reading. It might be taking a walk. Whatever that looks like for you, start wow. prioritizing that behavior. Celebrate it when you win and you do it. And then eventually the sleep comes and, and sleep is really the sleep is the hack that it is every other fitness hack claims to be. You know, and it's it's yeah. one
0: of the things that I have not um, that I really will admit I'm not great at. So it's interesting because a lot of I get my 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 wake up is four ten. I don't my husband and I were four teners and um and a lot of times people ask me, so what time do you go to bed? And I'm like, Well, the right question is what time do I always get up at 410? And the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's interesting because because I know that I don't necessarily have a lifestyle. That enables me always to get like seven, eight, like that luxurious time sleep. I have created practices that help me get rest. And so sleep and rest, you know, just for our listeners, there's there's two sides of the coin. There's a lot of people that get a lot of sleep. (laughs) Yeah. then they wake up and they're still exhausted because they didn't get any rest you know what I mean like they're sleeping like eight nine hours they're not going to the gym you know what I mean so they're not getting a lot of rest and so you know you uh, along with what Garrett is saying also think about are you actually getting rest right like and so there's things that you could do like wear iPads there's you know clear your mind empty your mind before you go to bed so your mind is not constantly thinking when you're sleeping Um, stay hydrated all day get ready to drink some water when you get up drink some water just before you go to bed even if you wake up and pee chances are if you have created this great habit of like if your body you'll fall back asleep really really quickly like i always say i'd rather get up and pee because i know i'm hydrated than i'm i'm not peeing because i'm i'm dehydrated right so you know there's also sleep and there's also rest and um, and so yeah you'll get your seven eight hours but are you actually getting some rest you might want to pay some attention on that you know yeah Um, so important so gareth i to wrap up this episode i have a really big question for you oh great i'm excited i think (laughs) so if for whatever reason you can only leave one more message with this world
2: Mm. one of
0: everything you've ever done in your life and all of the things you've accomplished and they said one i have one last message gareth
2: what would it be Wow, um, that's a big one. I, I, will, I will leave everybody with a, a statement, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. This is something I have embedded in my life, uh, and especially since becoming a parent, because it's, I realized that it's so important, and it also has made me a way better coach as well, and I realize it's important in coaching. You are what you do, not what you say. Uh-huh. and that's a short sweet i think it will land with a lot of people so mm-hmm. just you know when we talked about all or nothing we spoke mm-hmm. about you know prioritizing yes. behaviors and and it, and it's important so it is very direct and very mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. do it show up and do it but think about the intention behind everything you plan to do and intend to do because mm-hmm. you are a result of all the things you do not all the things you say that's
0: beautiful uh-huh. wow and there you have it, all listeners, all amazing humans on the other side of this episode. That is our Gareth Knock. Yes. <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Knock's back. He's here. So thank you so much, Gareth, for joining us. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah.
2: A pleasure to be in both of your company yet again. And I hope to be in your company again in the future.
0: Of course. And I've actually had him on a couple of episodes already. He did a, he did his, I interviewed him as a guest himself and he has a great story. So I'll share the link for that. And then he was also on a November panel where we talked about men's health. Yeah. And that was really, that was really incredible. So I'll share the link for those of those. So you can get a little bit more of Garrett, but Garrett, just very quickly, where can they find you?
2: uh best place to find me probably just search me on instagram it's probably where i'm most active uh coach underscore gareth underscore knock or just uh, type my name in and you'll find me and all my other links and everything you need to know is in there awesome awesome
0: thank you so much Gabby. thank you girl uh thank you (laughs) and to confirm
1: knock is without a k it's n-o-c-k for the listeners out there right
0: it is indeed, yes. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> and this is where we have to say bye <laughs> bye. <Goodbye. laughs> so there you have it. I hope you are thriving and feeling empowered and thoroughly enjoyed this episode. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, Please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you think can benefit from the tips that were delivered. As Tom Bilyeu says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been awesome sharing energy with you. It's your girl. And I'm out.